Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Who messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where tonight we're talking some NWA WCW on Saturday night on TBS from September the 19th, 1987. Uh, technically, the New Year's episode was last week, but we are well into the not New Year, same old twisted and sick assholes that we are. That said, I'm sitting here with... Doc and Hardbody Harper, we were just bullshitting about a few different things, but I'll throw it to Doc first. Doc, how are you, man? Well, 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 what happened when? Oh, okay, never mind, uh, wrong show. Uh, how are you, Doc? <laughs> man, I'm full of Christmas cheer, but probably not as much as you are, man. You're living a real blessed life over this break from work, aren't you? Um, I'm what did them broad say? I'm living my best life. <laughs> I think yeah. I was I think I was tipsy on some henny when I was uh, the other night I was watching some Sopranos and I what? think I I think I texted both of y'all and said I'm sipping on henny and watching the Sopranos living my best life. Uh <laughs> yeah man. I'm I'm enjoying some time off man. I earned it. So you're fi- so let, let's don't let's don't gloss over that. So you're finally watching the best TV show in the history of television. Yeah. And the Sopranos is lit, bro. I told you. Harper told you, too. Harper told you to hop on that shit a year ago. Yeah, that's the best show that's ever been fucking made, bro. And it ain't close. Mm -hmm. Number two is a long way off. And and number two is The Wire. Just in case you were wondering. It's very good. Now, let me ask Harper. Harper, how are you, man? I'm doing great, bro. What'd you get for for Christmas? Fucking nothing. All right. (laughs) I bought myself a... uh, uh, a Dodgers bullpen jacket and a Pac-Man alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> Living his best life, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm depressed now. I hope some of that money that I wrote to the local charity makes it your way so you can have a no. nice Christmas, man. Shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Right, man, nice. I'm, 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 I'm feeling kind of down now. All I, all I can tell you, y'all, y'all are talking about the Sopranos. All I can tell you is when I'm watching that shit and there are lines that are like, you know, lines that you'd pop on, all I can think to myself is, man, if I was watching this with Harper, he would have some smart ass comment about that. And it would be just extremely just funny, man. I'd sit there and keel over laughing. Scene. I'm already laughing. Scene comes on. Now look at this asshole. Right. <laughs> right. I can see Harper. Somebody's about to get shot. He's like, look at this idiot. You know? <laughs> Come on, bro. You had to know it was coming, man. 
<laughs> all right, all right. So Harper's doing well. Doc's doing well. Uh, let me let me say a couple of things, and then uh, Doc, I don't know if you got a spotlight. We ain't even talked about it. So a uh, special shout out to the largest patron contributors we have: disrespectfully classy Marky e. Blassie and at K underscore Row eighty six on Twitter. And if you haven't already done so, and you want to enjoy more utter filth. Go join the Facebook group. Uh, just search Booking the Territory Podcast dash the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast uh, to come join our Facebook group. Uh, it's not the actual page, but the group where you can post things and uh, just all kind of filth and nastiness. Doc, do you have a spotlight, though, as we're uh, getting things rolling this week? Uh, okay. I was going to shout out a couple of folks over there. And I don't know if I'm shouting anything out as much as I am uh, correcting a few things. Did you see that the... Uh, Two-man power trip had on Tommy Rich. Hmm. Yeah, what? what is what is that about? Yeah, what's that I ret- mean? I retweeted it. I said maybe he was clean and maybe he was That's not nice. drunk. But word on the street is uh, I heard he may have been a little bit tipsy on the episode, which doesn't shock me because, you know, that's Tommy Wildfire Rich for you. Mm, That's real okay. nice. That guy's a legend. Was he drunk when he won the NWA World Heavyweight Champion? Look, yeah. look, look. Don't get mad. This is like when Harper made fun of Kerry Von Erich when he was hired in Giraffe Pussy and he cut that promo on World Class in 82. And people were getting mad because Harper pointed out that he was high and, you know, higher than Giraffe Pussy. Like and Harper said, Why are you getting mad? I want to make Like a cloud. Why are you getting mad at me? Because I'm pointing out the obvious. Don't get mad at me because I'm telling the truth. Okay. Exactly. Come, no, I'm just I, – I, I think that Tommy Rich – you didn't tell Tommy Rich off. I think Tommy Rich tried to molest you or something for the, the level of anger that you still hold. Man, you need to let go of that. You need to, you need to get that hate out of your heart. <laughs> It'll eat you up, man. Wait, wait till okay. Tony – wait till you see Tony Soprano in, the six, in season six, man. That, that hate will just get you, dude. Yeah. Eat you alive, huh? Yeah. Okay. So I'm let's just, talk about. I'm just at the stage where I'm waiting to see if he bangs this uh, shrink. Oh, but she. Well, we probably shouldn't I'd say any much. Ruin much it about that. for me, assholes. Dude, I, I would basically fuck every chick on that show except for his sister. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that didn't take long to get that analysis of the Sopranos from Harper and his mama. What about the one? <laughs> what about the one? The one-legged Russian. Yeah. Okay. okay, let's not ruin it for me. Let's not ruin All right. it for me. Right, Doc, um, you got other shout-outs. Yeah, let's let let's let's talk about um, fight on twenty four on Twitter. Um, I think he's at chbg twenty four. He Chris took time out of his Christmas night to uh, thank us for filling his days with entertain great entertainment, and he's a docaholic for life. So. Uh, I know he's just one of many, but he's uh, he's like co- talkaholics are like cockroaches. When you see one, you know there's probably a hundred more right behind them. So all the little talkaholics out there, I hope y'all got got uh, got some anal for Christmas. Uh, Molina Morton is uh, calling us the best damn podcast on the planet by light years. That's great. Uh, after the show, I need you to tell me how much he's paying a month uh, as a patron so that we can get him settled up. Okay. Um. Also, over on Facebook on one of our shows, uh, there, there's a Luke, Lucas yeah. Shoemaker and Roger Rutherford. We're having a little conversation about the show. Lucas says they're probably my favorite podcast. Probably. Probably. What probably. A dick. probably. You're probably. probably. 
the most person I hate. Probably. I thought you hated Steven Jaworski. Oh, well, his, his, his fucking Browns are doing well. That's right. They can keep the Steelers out of the playoffs. So let me tell you something, Lucas. We're the, we are your favorite. I'm, uh, let me settle that for you. Because your other podcasts that you had in the list, they don't even know you're alive. We shouted you out. How's that for a good customer experience? And then lastly in the spotlight, because I am full of Christmas cheer. Bruh, the BTT sharecroppers was posting something that was, Mike, do you know what I'm talking about? He he posts all kind of filth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that picture with black people and white people and look like a civil war uniform. He's, and he's always posting utter filth. And just <laughs> and you know he tags Cornette sometimes in that shit. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, <laughs> people like or he'll tag other names in it. Yeah, like they must see this shit. Like, well, Cornette knows where it's coming from because. Uh, you know he he knows about the show and all that shit, and he knows there's a lot of parody accounts attached to it. But he tags other people, and I'm like, hey, people must be like, what the fuck is this? Like, he tagged Star Maker Bowling in this one, so right. I, I, hmm. So well, anyway, thanks for uh, the, the fun times with your Polaroid camera there. Um, and I guess that's about it. I mean, uh, I hope all the docaholics are, are ready. Uh, 2019 is not kicking them in the shin, and uh, they're out there living, loving, and laughing, pal. Uh, so, Gerald Green, longtime Hall of Fame patron. Uh, is he the one that had cancer? No, no, his father did. Uh, he oh, was okay. telling me that uh, his father was the one that showed up uh, when he got his clean bill of health, and he had his docaholic for life T-shirt on, and all the ladies at the clinic were asking him about the docaholic for life T-shirt and saying, "Oh my God, what's that?" And he was out there, you know, styling and profiling with the ladies with his docaholic for life shirt on after he got, uh, you know, reassured that he had beaten his cancer. Anyway, uh, so uh, Gerald Green was telling me that he's got a T-Rex at his place of business too, where he hey, works in the all, office. We all do. Everybody has and a T-Rex when they work. And the T-Rex had on their office door, New Year, New Me. <laughs> new Year, New Me, dog. I mean, what's that mean? Oh, Harper, I, didn't, I, I, don't, think, I, I don't think we've spoken since the last thing I, I had. So I, w- I went into work last Thursday and I was asking the T-Rex about Disney World. Yeah? So what do you well, fucking say? Okay, so I can't. I got. Mike likes to say like that. I poked the bear on this, and that I should just leave him alone. But I always know it's going to be good material. But sometimes I just get defeated. So <laughs> he was talking about how good it was and how much fun he had, and he told me. <laughs> I didn't even tell you this, Mike. He told me one day that he had fifteen thousand steps on his pedometer, <laughs> like it was like. He said it like it was like 60,000 steps. <laughs> and he was like, I had to go home and rest my feet after that. <laughs> but he went with his mom. Oh, God. So he, I don't Jesus. know. Jesus. How old is he? 44. Motherfucker, bro. So I don't know if he's the little kid or his mom's the little kid or they're both. He's the little kid. And yep. his mom is probably like fucking psycho. It was probably his Christmas present. Fucking. Uh, pictures of him on <laughs> the fucking ear hat with the with the Mickey Mouse ears taking pictures with Donald Duck and shit. Then, 
to top it all off. <laughs> I can't offer because he was he was like, you know, Mike and I know we can't prove this, but let's just say I know that water is wet, gravity works, and this third thing is fact. <laughs> he's out after that trip to Disney. He's out of vacation time or PTO time completely. <laughs> It's to the win. degree that to the degree that he might have, there's a possibility that he had to take some of that unpaid. I think he did. Oh and fuck! He, and he left last Thursday with the sniffles. Uh oh. <laughs> now I hate sons of bitches who come up and bring their germs to work. That shit's irresponsible and stupid. And I had the flu last week, and I waited. 48 hours with no fever before I went back in the office. But if I ain't getting paid if I'm not there, bruh, I could have an open gunshot wound and I'm going to be up there getting paid. <laughs> so there's that should close the book on the great Disney trip of 2018. Um, that guy has, has, he has no idea what a woman feels like. I guarantee no. you. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no. But his blood pressure is high, and I'm pretty sure his cholesterol is just like probably 2,000 or some shit. Send me a picture of him. I no, just want to see. Oh, no. <laughs> you know why he was so excited <laughs> about his... Hey, here's the thing. It's ridic- He's ridiculous. He looks ridiculous. But it's more fun to just wonder what he looks like. Because well, whatever everybody's out there listening to this is drawn in their mind. Is yeah. Well, what the... Who does he look like if you had to pick someone? Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble had a kid. Oh, Jesus Christ. Am I wrong, Mike? And I just <laughs> off the top of my head. I'm, just, I'm still I'm still kind of chuckling to myself about the 15,000 steps in a day. And, and was, being like... It was like... I mean, I'm surprised. Is there First, a lot? I'm a little surprised that he had a pedometer. Let's be honest. Then... It was like he said it like, you know how people put that fucking 26.2 sticker on the back of their car when they run a marathon. And, hey, that's kind of stupid, but you did run a marathon, and I can't do that. Um, Harper, you asked 15,000. Is that a lot? Here's the thing. So I, I on days that I work out, I get, to- I, I get that with I get that easily. Now, so, I don't work out every single seven days a week. I don't 15,000 much. But here I'm pulling it up right now, and I'm going to tell you what my last three days were. Oh, nobody Sun- wants to hear you blow yourself. 15, 8, 14, 6, 15, 7, the last three days. Okay, and but tell Harper how you get to that. What do you mean? I stick you're, to, I stick you're on a treadmill kicking out five and six miles. No, 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 no. I run about uh, – you can't, you can't do five or six miles every day at our age and, like, keep it going, man. I do about well, two I'm, and a I, half. I, I do about two and a half, three miles. I got two kids. I don't go to the closest bathroom at work. I go to a one further away so you get a few more steps in. You do that a few times a day. Guess what? If you're generally an active motherfucker, you're going to get to the 10,000 steps you need. 10,000 steps is about five miles a day. Yeah, I, I get a... I do about... He, I do he about... went to Disney World and walked seven and a half miles <laughs> and acted like he completed a triathlon. <laughs> For him, you should say, you know, that's great, T-Rex. All right, let's go. We got wrestling to do. Okay, let's oh, talk about T-Rex. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did we talk about this on the air yet? Harper, you got, uh, we want to do it later. Harper's big uh, Christmas night extravaganza. Let's, let's do it later. Let's do it later. Let's do it uh, once we wrap up NWA. What? Fair enough. Oh, okay. You broke up. All right, uh, real quick. Uh, welcome to a couple of new patron members. I got uh, Don Depinet, Adam Craven, L.A. Neal, uh, K.R. Kevin Rollins, and new Hall of Fame patron Johnny, all caps, Johnny on Patreon. Hey, any of you guys, if you have um, Twitter addresses or Twitter, you know, if you're on Twitter, just send me your Twitter at, and I'll shout you out on air. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned it. So Johnny Hall of Fame patron, Don Depinette, Adam Craven, L.A. Neal, K.R. Kevin Rollins. Thanks for becoming uh, BTT Patreon members. And don't forget, you get the Patreon videos and all that good stuff each and every week as well uh, when you're on Patreon. So there you go. All right. Uh, can we get into the show, into the main portion at this point, and I'll start the Patreon video. Let's do it, man. Yeah, I hear that. So, uh, again, this is the September 19th, 1987 edition of NWA Saturday Night on TBS. And the it's a short episode, Hopper. I'm assuming that got you very excited from the start. Which one? Oh, geez. It's not a short, ep- it's not a short episode. No. It wasn't? What was nah, it? It was, okay. it was a full can... 120, bud. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I got it written What'd down. What'd you watch? Right? Yeah, oh, you sure you watched the right one? Hopefully I got the right one a week before gonna be here. They're outside the studio. Yeah, they're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, that's the one I got. I just I just Yeah. Okay. Maybe my notes are wrong. Oh well we did have a that's what it was. There's a the match at the end is real long. Never mind. Uh the show does open. They are on location, Raleigh, North Carolina at the Dorton Arena. Uh we were here at this location last year during the bash in eighty six and it was an electric crowd. I don't know if they were as electric as they were back then. So that's the first thing. The they go straight to the first match. It's Barbarian who defeats Colt Steel. Doc, you got anything from that? Colt Steel actually kind of has a build, man. I wonder what's what's going on there. Why? Why? We've seen him before, though. This is not. Yeah. He's been in the studio. So yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. tell you. Okay, uh, that's about it. Hopper, anything from you on that match? No. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Man, uh, this whole episode, or the first half of this episode, is you can tell they're in North Carolina because that's where Paul Jones was over. And boy, he's out there a few times, huh? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we go to the next match. It is Lex Luger versus Barry Windham. One observation uh, if you watch these two standing and going walking around the ring and Tommy Young, uh, in the words of Bruce Pritchard, Doc, that's two big old bastards as far as tall and they can also move. Uh, but Barry dominates early and has Lex on the run and the fans are enjoying it. Uh, Doc, any, let's tell you what, I'll go to the finish and then I'll, I'll get both of your thoughts. So Barry hits Lex with a drop kick off the top rope. Uh, JJ pulls Barry's leg on the pin attempt. Barry then chases JJ and punches him on the outside, laying him out. Barry goes back in the ring. Arn trips up Barry's leg when Barry hits the ropes and Earl Hebner comes in to tell Tommy Young what happened. Hebner then raises Barry's hand as Young doesn't really know what to think. Uh, we end up with a DQ, but Barry is put in the torture rack by Lex until the faces make the save. Uh, Barry wins, but he, he basically pays the price. So a lot of shenanigans at the end. Doc, I'll throw it to you and get your thoughts on everything. My whole thing is is that this would be much better if Lex Luger was interesting in the least. That's nice. So, 
That is nice. Um, if you and the other thing I kept thinking about was, dude, man, Wyndham had a tan on there. Man, he had those yellow tights and a tan. He was dark. He looked like from behind a couple of times. He looked like fucking Hulk Hogan out there. Yeah. Do you notice that? Tights. Yeah. It's funny that you say it now. Everything but the boots would. Mm-hmm. If you, the cowboy boots are the only thing that kind of throws you off on that, as you say that yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, you you just made a statement. I, I'm gonna go through these. P, I, um, if we have enough time, I'm gonna do some of these PWI rankings I have in front of me from this time period. Uh, you talked about if Lex was. Uh, wh- what were the words you used? I don't want to misquote you. Interesting. So apparently, according to PWI in the top tens, you know how they have like the most popular, most hated, etc. They they put Lex. As the and this is for all promotions NWA AWA WWF UWF etc Florida they put Lex Luger as the number five ranked most hated person in wrestling at that time that seems un- insane so yeah yeah I don't I don't know if I'm going with that the top five were Ric Flair was number one Andre the Giant was number two Savage was number three Tully was number four and Lex was number five. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, that's what I say. So I, kids. I agree with you. Uh, Hopper, what did you have on this? I'm, I was kind of glad to see that it, it was the ref that went to the fucking ring and fucking changed it. And said, no, 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 no. That's what happened. Oh, instead of another wrestler coming in? Yeah. It, it was like if finally everything worked. Like if you were a kid watching this, like this is how it's supposed to happen. Every time, right? I, I will agree with that. Not a not an actual wrestler coming in, right? And telling the this referee, the no, no, like, no, no, right? All the <laughs> stars aligned, and they finally got it right. They finally I, did it. I think I'd have to agree with you there. There, there there's something to that because they've been me- uh, the the whole ref shenanigans and wrestlers coming yeah. in after has has been kind of like just really not making a lot of sense lately. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else, Hopper? It was a good fucking match. It's a good show. It is. You you had a couple of uh, real matches here. And there's something to, we talked about this last year, when they leave the studio. Right, Doc? Remember we talked about that a lot? Yeah, I don't mind the studio. It's just, it's a good way to change, it's a change of pace. Absolutely. All right, let's go to, there's a promo now. We got J.J. and Luger. This is after that long match, so here it is. Like we said, Lex Luger, still the U.S. Heavyweight Champion. Now for the second time within the last three weeks, you a man I'm a little bit uh, perplexed about, a little right bit now. angered about, is they got a situation here where the Rock and Roll Express once again have stuck their nose in where they had no business. And they've already got a couple of the horsemen named Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson a little bit upset and hot on their trail. And if they don't get in their place and stay in their place, we're going to have to teach them a lesson. And the best way to do that is to take their titles because that's about all they got left. And as you said, the most important thing is it was another successful title defense for the total package. Lex Luger, congratulations, my man. Thank you very much. You said it exactly right, James. What we're talking about here is the NWA USA Heavyweight Champion. What we're talking about is what I said when I became the U.S. Heavyweight Champion and one of those prestigious belts went around my waist. I said this, and James was there, that the Lex Luger 
the total package would elevate this U.S. Heavyweight Championship to an elevation, to a level that's never been seen before. That means I wrestle all the top contenders on any terms. And what the bottom line is, I walk out of that ring victorious. Now, what I'm saying right here is any man, be it Barry Windham, Dusty Rhodes, Nikita Koloff, the Rock and Roll Express, you step in with us, or any of the four horsemen, we walk the aisle with the belts. The world tag team titles are coming. You can count on it to Aaron Anderson and Tully Blanchard. I will remain the U.S. heavyweight title for as I want, and I will remain the, US, the world's heavyweight champion for as long as he sees fit. You see Dusty Rhodes, you call yourself the legend. Your ego has gotten so blown out of proportion, you say I have to beat you, but here the belt is around my waist. You talk about an illegal chokehold. What I have, the total package, is the most unbeatable hold in professional wrestling today, because when you're six feet up in the air, Mr. Legend, there's no way out of it. There's no way you can put a sleeper hole on me. So the bottom line, or an illegal chokehold was exactly what it is. Lex Luger, the total package, the greatest athlete ever to enter professional wrestling. The bottom line is this. Many, many years from now, when a dusty roads is no longer in the limelight, people see you on the street, they recognize your face. They don't quite know who you are. They say, what? What do you do for a living? So I used to be a professional wrestler. You know what the one question they're gonna ask you? Did you ever wrestle the legendary Lex Luger? Bottom line. Let's go to the ring, fans. Doc, were you awake or did Lex put you to sleep right there? He's a, I'm be honest here. I call him like I see him. He's not bad there in my opinion. And I like the line at the end about asking it, you know, you, who'd you wrestle the Lex Luger? And I like the fact that the best thing he said out there was that Dusty keeps saying he has to beat him. And that's not correct. I don't care how many times you say it. Luger's got the belt, man. So he doesn't have to win. He just has to not lose. No, he's right when he says Dusty has to beat him. If Dusty wants to win the title, Dusty actually has to pin him. That's right. So I thought I, he was a little long there. He went a little long. He he would have been better to go shorter. But I got no real problems with that. I thought it was effective, from, and especially coming from the from Luger. I thought it was all right. Hopper, what would you have? I also, I like that you can't put me in that chokehold when you're up in the rack, pal. Yeah, that was good. Hopper, what you got? I like the ending when we talked about Dusty. But then, when, I mean, when you think about it, it may have been the the other way around. And, yeah, Dusty's got to uh, pin him. Yeah. I was saying, like, in, 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 in uh, reality, somebody would probably ask Lex Luger if you ever wrestled Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did y'all catch, though, J.J.? Like he he's he's talking about the beginning how the rock and roll stick in their nose and Lex's business, and then he told a great lie and he said, "There you have it, another another successful defense of the U.S. title." I mean, he's just lying. He, so, <laughs> Lex lost by DQ. I love it. <laughs> it's but JJ's it's a, just, it's, a, it's a successful defense. Yeah, it's a flat out lie. I guess he didn't bend the man though. I wouldn't call it a defense. To. I wouldn't call it a defense. I'd call it he survived. He defended his title. He came yeah. in with it. He left with it. Well, exactly. Okay. That's, that's how you want to 
excuse me, look at it. Wow. Uh, okay. Ivan Koloff takes on George South next, and Ivan wins. Doc, any thoughts? Man, I, Ivan looked, to me, Ivan looked disinterested as a motherfucker during this match. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he was just going through the motions. Yes. Well, He's like, this, this is some bullshit. This whole promotion. A, we're almost a year into him, the whole switch with Nikita, and now he's just... Floating. Cashing yeah. a check. Yeah, well, you know, shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. I don't know. I don't have anything from it. Harper, you? No. All Poor right. bastard. Wow, that's nice, Doc. <laughs> okay. That uh, wasn't so, me. I mean that's nice, Hopper. So um, <laughs> he did. He did. He did win with a. Um, that was a nice little clothesline he hit at the end. But all right. So they then go to a video package of Ronnie Garvin. Jesus uh, Christ! <laughs> okay, Hopper. Let's let's hear it. <laughs> first, in the first minute, I thought I was watching one of those hair club for men commercials when well, he's swimming, was... and I waiting for him to say, "Look." It stays on my head even when it's wet. Or with that smooth jazz saxophone, I thought it was slipping into some pornography territory. Dude, that sounded like those fucking James Bond movies, like in the beginning. Uh, like, it was, like it was Octopussy or something. Was... Uh, what? Eight pussies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. And the music stayed the whole fucking way. Oh, shit. Uh. I was I just like, well, the, this is... That's gotta I, I be, wanted, that's gotta that can't be the original music that aired on this. Exactly, which just tells me I want to <laughs> know what the original music was and what a hatchet job WWF is doing on the legacy of the wrestling to make themselves look better. And like why would they put that in there? Like, you know what me you know what music should go here? This one. The fucking the fucking the eighties <laughs> one nine seven six sex phone number <laughs> fucking music. Are you at home late at night? Are you at home? Well, so am I. And I'm wanna... as, and I'm as lonely just as you are, T Rex. Mm. Y'all wanna so let's let's No one let's is as it. lonely as me. I'm the T Rex. <laughs> Here's a, a it, hurts, it hurts to be alone. Here's a quick taste of the music. Here it is. Mm. Oh no, he's swimming right now. Well, did he play? Did they play the music at the at the beginning of it, Hopper? It's like when it, it's when it start. It's when they show him working out. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, so I haven't gotten to that point in it yet. All right, okay. And, and dude, that. and fuck swimming in in like an open water like that in that big ass lake. Fuck that, man. You never swam in Lake Pontchartrain as a kid, Hopper? Fuck no. You probably turned I mean, to a, a fucking a fucking ninja turtle if you swam in there. Well, I mean, now I wouldn't swim in it, but I mean, when we were kids, like you and I are old it enough was, where fuck. you could actually swim in it. It was worse back then. No, not. I'm talking late 70s, early 80s, Bruh, man. They would, fuck that. It, no, no, hold on. Don't get me wrong. That shit was dirty back then. It wasn't yeah. like it was when our parents were kids. My point is, like, technically you could swim in it, and then, then they stopped it where it was like, okay, this shit's just basically a cesspool. We can't uh, yeah, come out looking like a pin cushion with all those for real, dude. You, man. Fuck that, bro. Did, yeah. For that many beer bottles I threw in that water in fucking high school. Fuck. Enough. Enough. <laughs> A mountain of them underneath yes. the sea. 
when Harper went to the lake as a kid, Lake Pontchartrain, look it up on a map if you're in our international audience or around the country. Look up Lake Pontchartrain, and it's the South Shore. How many broads did you bang on the South Shore of Lake Pontchartrain, Harper? All of them. Take, All of them. Go. From fucking high, yeah, dude, my fucking high school, fucking every weekend, man, fucking drinking and smoking. Wow, oh. that's nice. Let's that, see. That lake, I, I have it's a, a I, I really think that that lake is like, you know, when you have some queso out and it gets a skin on top. <laughs> 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 it's kind of jelly. It like that's what I think of that lake being like. It's more that gelatinous a, than it than it is liquid. That sounds about right. God, that fireball he threw. Let, at, yeah, that, that fireball was cosmic in nature for shit. sure. Shit. Uh, okay, um, I was trying to listen to the music, but when's the music start playing? Bro, when does it stop? Hold on, let's see if it's playing now. There it is. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that's sexy time music for old people. Okay. <laughs> I'm your private <laughs> dancing for money. Yep. That's some that's some movie in the eighties where the girl's getting undressed and then she's getting in a bath bubble bath and she's thinking about her the sewage of her life and all that shit. And then James Bond walks in. That there is not one thing about that song that says I'm gonna win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. No. You think right. they would be playing like like something here and like fucking yeah from, from fucking Rocky Four type shit? Yeah, they played that. Oh my god, that's just terrible. Okay, it, it doesn't go with Reggie, anything. Reggie, if you have the originals, go in there and dig it out and DM Mike. Does Reggie still listen to the show? Oh yeah, yeah. I I actually uh, chatted with him on Facebook earlier this week. He definitely still oh, listens. Merry, so Merry Christmas. So time. You know uh, the research department of BTT. Go ahead, Doc. Tell them what to do. We'd just like to. We'd just like to know what was the original music bed for that because I cannot believe that that music is open sabotage to this segment. That's yeah. I bet you it's on YouTube. YouTube. You you, you and Harper. Somebody else do that. I don't have time. You and Harper filibuster for a second and finish talking about the segment. Let me see if that uh let me see if it's on YouTube real quick. So swimming in a lake that far out is kind of hard, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fuck that, man. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I can't swim at all. So I I I you I pool, lake, ocean. It's all fucking my feet it gotta looks be far out there. Yeah, Fuck it looks that, like he was bro. in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then he was doing road work, man. Running on the road. How how what does that feel like for you, Mike, when you're out there running on the streets? Um, man, Hurts. my tread my treadmill. I'm still waiting on parts, and um, I, my parts. yeah, for them to ship the right parts. It's it's a whole. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I I have potential litigation going on right now, uh, so I really can't speak about why my treadmill ain't fixed yet. But anyway. And that's no. a, that's a shoot. That's a shoot. I'm not. That I'm not shit was covered that. under the warranty that you wasted your money on. No, that's not it. Actually, it there's there's something else going on. But anyway, um, well, so, I get, let me. You can you can no sell it, but it's okay. We'll get you the parts for free, but you're gonna have to have some. We're gonna pay somebody to come out and put it back on. I'll replace it. That's not true, but I can't really say anything else right now. Anyway, long Christ. story short. Uh, the, yeah, running on the road is God. 
beat your body up. I yeah, can't it find does. this. It fucking hurts I your can't. feet. It need my well when you're forty three, your knees and back take a yeah. beat. Hips, lower yeah. back. I, I I run like I say, I run I said earlier, I run about three miles probably. There he goes, blowing himself I'm again. Days a week, but it's a hundred percent on the treadmill. Man, I saw him running out there on that road. I was like, ow, that hurts. That's painful. <laughs> Yeah. All right. It's not on YouTube. I can't find it. So Tim Arecci, if you got the original, you know what? I Going bet you it's on. No, 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 no. I, I'm gonna look it up when we're done tonight. I bet you it's on the worldwide episode because I know they played it and I have that. So I, I'll look to see if it's on there later tonight, and then uh, we'll we'll follow up next week. All right. So they show that video package of Ronnie Garvin. He's training for the world title because guess what? He's about to win it like real soon. And I don't know anything else, Hopper, from it that you had. <laughs> No. All right. Spoiler alert, man. I mean, he's glory bound for the World Heavyweight Championship. There you have it. Uh, okay. So then they go to Jimmy Valiant, who defeats Tommy Angel, and that shit goes down like super duper quick. Doc, anything from that? No. All right. Hopper, you? No. So after that, they then go straight to a Dusty Rhodes promo. So let's hear what the big man had to say as he's talking to Tony Savani. And we're very pleased to have the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. I know you heard the comments of Lex Luger and James A. Dillon earlier, Dust. Well, what I just seen was a total ripoff. Barry Windham, the Western States heavyweight champion. When, where, and how is this mess with a four husband going to cease to exist? When will they challenge a man one-on-one, head up, right in his squared circle, without any interference from the four horsemen? I want to know. Nikita Koloff wants to know. And bear with him. Damn sure wants to know. Let me tell you something, Lex Luger. When you come out here and you mention Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, and you call him the legend, you say it, brother, in reverence. Because there is no other. There is no better. I was digging ditches in Austin, Texas, baby, and I wanted out of that. Then I became World's Heavyweight Champion three different occasions. You got to beat me. I don't have to beat you, but I'm going to put you to sleep. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If you're back there listening right now, Lex Luger, I'm right here. Bring that mic up. All right. Dusty up and ring, in the ring right now, calling by Lex Luger. Listen to the fans.
That's what I actually wanted to hear. Like, Giovanni just used, like, you know, wrestling lingo, and no one said any. You know, nobody thought of nothing. Hold on. Taking business. Taking care of business. Our own way. 404. 303. 202. It don't make a damn noise, Luger. The U.S. title is going to belong to me, baby. Fans, we'll be back right after this. All right. Doc, your Bro, thoughts it on is, what, uh, it is storming again at my house. I might have to take shelter, man. Just you know, if if I if this this might be my last sign off broadcast. Jesus Christ, it is not safe. Anyway, sorry. Um, I thought that was really I like that. I thought it was well done. Um, I do like Dusty saying I'm gonna put you to sleep. I like that line, and then I like that Arn Anderson's out there directing traffic. Hopper, what'd you have? Fucking, just—I mean, this was great. He's gonna fucking put his ass to sleep, and I want to see this match. Does he put him to sleep? I guess we'll have to see. Man, you gotta buy a ticket to find out that shit. So, I like that Dusty said Barry got ripped off by the Horseman earlier. He didn't lie in. I mean, I kind of yeah. Did. And you hear that like crack of thunder, ch- Mike? No, I didn't, but I'm I got issues over here too. So I mean, I, I live I live just far enough. Man, they, I ain't even joking, man. They said there could be tornadoes tonight, dude. In December. They did say that. Uh, yeah. They they I mean, it got warm today, man. You ever lived through I mean, a tornado? That shit no. them shit's ain't no joke, man. This motherfucker I grew up dealing with hurricanes. I mean, come on. Hurricanes are just little showers, man. Okay. I'm talking about tornadoes. Okay, you're showing you're you're showing the size of your pussy right now. So let's. Keep I'm going. scared. Come on, come on! Did you come over Texas and hold me? tornado blowing Dusty. me away again. Remember that song, <laughs> Doc? No, no, I can't I say I do. Tracy Lawrence. Oh God! No. <laughs> Didn't he get pilled up and beat up some woman? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Y'all are taking a detour. Let's let's hear it. I, I, that's all I know about Tracy Lawrence. <laughs> okay. You sure about that? He kind of looked Doc, like, um, are you still there? Didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he kind of look like Alan Jackson with a major crack problem or something? Yeah. And then he, he, his, his career has kind of uh, resurrected about 10 years ago. Oh, really? Good for him. Yeah. And then he, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. What yeah, the fuck was that song you had where he's like talking about daddy's something doing this and it's like the family. Bro, here's the thing. I know who timeline. all those guys are because I live in Texas and you really can't you can't avoid it to some degree. I guess you could be black and just miss it like Mike does. <laughs> but but I don't know a lot of these songs and I'm I'm proud of that. God almighty, he is not looking good today either. Oof. Um yeah, let's Can see we get back to song. wrestling, please? Well, we're talking about Tracy Lawrence. and uh, I don't know who that is. I can't even contribute to Texas it. Tornado. Yeah, let's see that there. Um, wow. Uh, uh, ooh, I'm trying to see if I can find that. Is it something about Daddy? 
You said daddy, right? I <laughs> know. This is great stuff. Um, in April 94, Lauren, here's what Mike wants to hear. White people committing foolish crimes. <laughs> this is what Mike lives for. In April 94, <laughs> Lawrence was charged with reckless endangerment and possession of an unlicensed firearm after confronting and following home two teenagers on a highway in Wilson County, <laughs> Tennessee. Although he was put on probation for a year, would that have happened to black folks, Mike? Why, the charge why, later cleared. White people do some dumb shit, and it just okay, doesn't so, get talked about. So he was been married three times. His wife, first wife was a ro- rodeo star. Jesus Christ. Um... She was injured by broken glass and suffered a miscarriage after a gas fireplace explosion. <laughs> God damn. And then they got a divorce a couple of years later. Because uh. after, after your wife can't have kids or something, it's probably bad news. In 97, he married his second wife, who was a former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. There you go. Yeah. But in, in one year later, he underwent investigations uh, that he had abused her at a con- after a concert. And, uh, well, they filed for divorce a year later. Um, he was convicted of a misdemeanor for battery and uh, was ordered by the court to, to donate $500 to a Nevada-based women's shelter. Well, good for him. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, then at the head of his record company, uh, the head of his record company, Atlantic Nashville suspended Lawrence from recording any new material until he agreed to undergo counseling. Can we keep going? Uh, Uh, It was, uh, paint me a Birmingham. That was his like big comeback, uh, song. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, if the world had a front porch. Like we did back then. Mm. I'm looking at all this shit going down memory lane. This is Dusty Rhodes. This is promo. And then we go to Sean Royal. How does that sound, guys? That sounds great to me. I think I'd rather. I think I'd rather stick with. uh... No, this is so bad. It's got to be played. Here it is. And ringside with Sean Royal of the New Breed. A new moon is upon us, signaling a change in the seasons. Well, not only does that signal a change in seasons, it's time for the new breed's quarterly physical update. That's right. When the new breed wants to upgrade the physical condition of their body, they don't go out and hit the road and swim, grow gills and swim through the lake like Ron Garvin. They hop into Mr. Fusion. Hop back to 2002 and look up to the space physicheck and we are physically upgraded. Right now at this moment, as I speak, Chris Champion is in 2002 being physically upgraded to the highest point of possibility. And in less than two weeks, less than two weeks, Chris Champion and myself will be inside the squared circle and you will see What's inside of the new breed? Let's go inside of the ring. Oh, dear God. Hopper, thoughts on Sean Royal? You think he was high? I, I, I almost like think that like Dusty or somebody's just pulling a rib on him. Because he gets out there and he just starts talking about like 
headliners. Like he talk, like he jokes about Dusty sometime, and then right there he's like, he's ripping on Ronnie Garvin about, uh, you know, we ain't out there swimming in lakes and we ain't got fish gills and it's like, damn man, you're, you're just he's going after people he's not even in feuds with. It's it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Hi, I don't know. It's just so much is just young and somebody's ribbing him and he's going out there and saying that shit and I, I don't know, man. That's a good question for Corny's drive through. Was Sean Royal crazy cutting the promos he was cutting? I don't care enough. Okay. That's okay. nice. I do, I do because it's so bizarre. I, still I, alive? I, I yeah. Sean Royal is not Chris Champion. Yeah. He just died. Hey, yeah. I forgot another Docaholic spotlight, dude. I got to put you in there because you sent Corny a question. Can we save this till the end of the show? I don't care. We got to get through the Patreon video. That's what I'm asking. Oh, okay. Whatever you need yeah, to do, uh, buddy. What do you What do you have for Sean Royal right there? Nothing. All right, Hopper. Anything else before we keep going? No. All right, we got two matches we'll cover real quick. We got Jimmy Garvin, who defeats John Savage. And then we got Nikita, who defeats David Isley. Hopper or Doc, anything from either one of those two matches? Mm. I'm going to take that breathing in the mic as a no. That said, we will go now to Tony Schiavone, who is uh, ringside with Nikita Koloff. (laughs) That is... Take your breath for just a second. I want you to take a listen to some videotape that we have right here concerning the UWF World Television Champion Terry Taylor and Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. So let's listen to that. Then I want your comments on what we're going to see right now. Let's go to that videotape. Say hello to all our fans out there, and we're talking about none other than Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. And I tell you, I am so honored, and what a privilege it is to be sitting right next to my friend, my compadre, the new... UWF World's Television Champion, Terry Taylor. Now see, Terry and I both have visited WTBS. We've come on the Superstation, and we both at separate times have set our peace. We've also issued challenges to different tag teams. But something we never expected, but I knew it happened if you stepped in the ring and got it, was a World Television title. Now the only thing that seems to stand in our way is one person now. There's another person running around and saying they are the National Wrestling Alliance World Television Champion. That's Nikita Koloff. Well, Nikita, if you want to be a big deal, if you want to quit running behind Dusty Rhodes and being a superpower, step to the front. Let's forget about John Ayers and Jim Crockett getting together like Gorbachev and Reagan at the summit meeting. Let's do it one-on-one. Let's meet now. Let's sign the contract. If you want to be a world television champion, single, Nobody else. You don't have to worry about anybody else. Now's the time you can prove it because here's the man. You either got to put up or shut up. Right, Terry? Well said, Eddie. Nikita Koloff, just coming out here going, eh, flexing your muscles doesn't make you a great wrestler. I may not be the biggest guy in the world, but I do have the title. Now, you're out here imitating a world's television champion. Well, if you have what it takes, if you're one half of the superpowers, if you're such a great man, all those guts, all those muscles, all those brains and brawn, why don't you put it up or shut up like Eddie said. Put your name on the dotted line. Let's you and me, one-on-one, everybody out of the way. Let's just get in there and see who the better man is. I think this probably won't happen because you know who the better man is and you're looking at him. Because when it comes down to the bottom line, I'm a great wrestling machine and I eat guys like you for breakfast every single day of the week to get to where I am now. So Nikita, if you're so big and brave, prove it. Sign that on the dotted line. 
All right, before we go to Nikita, because I do have to play it, uh, Hopper, anything from Eddie and Terry Taylor right there? Why they got to make fun of him? <laughs> Flexing his muscles, showing his tremendous I size. I love it. I love it. I love it. Make fun of him. I love fuck? it. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Even Eddie kind of kind of tried to imitate his yeah. accent, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that in a second. Doc, anything from you? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I guess the Chris Adams feud is over. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Well, remember they go into this unif. Don't they? I think they go into this thing to unify the the titles. Or I, th- I think that's what they're doing here because Terry's the UWF champ, Nikita's the NWA TV champ. They're both TV champions, so I think they're going into it to unify it. But yeah, I would guess so. They've moved on from that. Maybe not in the UWF, but here they have. Because okay. I, I really don't Man. remember UWF wise, I, couldn't, Eddie, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. Eddie Gilbert is so good with the just shit eating grin and just sh- and smarmy heel. Yeah, he's he's a goofball, which yeah, it's really good. Okay, let's let's go to Nikita now. Let's hear from him. Who's he's ringside now with Shivani? Okay, we're back, Nikita. You heard the comments from Terry Taylor, the UWF World Television Champion. You know, Tony, in the past few days, uh, I have watched many many matches of Terry Taylor. I want to see what he do good. I want to see what he do bad. And you know what I find out? That Terry Taylor has a lot of wrestling ability. That is why he's a champion. But Terry Taylor. You also got a big mouth. And when you talk about Nikita Korov, you talking about the wrong person, Terry Taylor. You see, I told Jim Crockett last week to bring contract to me. And we find out one world TV champion, Pichano Insta. Bring to me, Jim Crockett. Bring contract. And I sign. You see, I like nothing better than to have just one world TV champion. If you are half, half a man, if you are half a champion, you tell all these great people you are. Then sign a contract, Taylor. If you got the gut, sign the contract. And Lex Luger. Now it's not only Baruski Sabataha, the record single you have to worry about. It's also my super partner, Dutchie Rose, and the sleeper. And there you go. Those are people right now. See that stubby on the Kid Terry Taylor, sign the contract, Massimo. Okay, there it is, Terry Taylor, for you. Words from Nikita Kolov. When we come back, the world champion, Ric Flair, and our world tag team medal, no disqualification match, right after this. Shatota. Um, Hopper, did you see on the Facebook group when I was making fun, they posted that picture of Tammy, and they said, caption it, and I captioned it in Nikita's voice. Oh, yeah? No. Like, I think it was something like, Something with Tammy. They were making fun of Tammy. Never mind. I'm not. It's on Why? The group. No, it was just. It was just like Nikita. It would be like if Nikita was looking at a like a picture of Tammy. He'd be like, <laughs> "How you say Tony? She like three guy, not one guy. How you say run train Tony? How you say choo 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 Tony?" Shatota, how you say, Pucci Tony? How you say she pooted? Shatota, what? Okay, um, offer anything from Nikita right there? 
You know what I find out what Nikita does bad? Uh-oh. He talks. <laughs> Just be quiet, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, Doc, what about you? I don't, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, man. I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying, except Shatoata. <laughs> Shatoata! Bring contract, Jim Crockett, and I sign. They only need one world TV champion. Shatoata! Mm-hmm. What? Okay. All right. Let's keep it going. We do have Ric Flair up next, so let's hear from Rick because he's styling and profiling. Needless to say, the man who makes it all go round and round, the heavyweight champion of the world, Nature Boy Ric Flair. You're not class, you're not style, you're not smooth, you're not finesse, you're not Ric Flair in other words. You're pickup trucks and I'm long limousines. You're fat women and I'm with women in long evening gowns. To sum it all up, pal, when I walk out of this arena tonight, there's 30 or 40 women gonna ride Space Mountain. You know why? Because I'm the National Wrestling Alliance. Heavyweight champion. Woo! Damn. Good to be king. Man, you ain't lying about that. Doc, what you got? Man, he took a left turn and went over and buried Terry Taylor. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? (laughs) Between wooing and styling and profiling and Dusty, he had to go run over there and 
kick him in the shin, and then he said he pretty much just told you he's going to have sex with thirty or forty women tonight. Yeah, that was the big note that I had. I mean, at the end, he's like, when I leave this building, thirty or forty are going to are going to be waiting to ride Space Mountain. That's those NC State coeds. Mm. He didn't say thirty to forty. He he would he would go look for thirty to forty. He said thirty to forty would be waiting, ready, yes, ready to rise primed 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 all the way live too Mm. all the way all the way live all the way live anyway all all the way doc what else you have for me man i just don't see a pathway to the title for ronnie man yeah it's also fun to think about rick saying he's been the champion four times and that shit was a ton then Yeah. This is just that's prime Rick. Right? I, look, I'm just gonna say it. I don't even gonna wait till Man. the end. He's getting a he's getting a Rolex right now. Why do we even have segments at the end of the show? <laughs> yeah, then, Jesus. yeah, I'm just he's saying sick. he he's getting it. Uh, Harper, what did you have from this? I just kept picturing uh, Ronnie Garvin with a bunch of fat women sitting in a bar, thinking ready to oh, ready to take him home in his pickup truck. Yeah. That golden retriever sitting next to you in your pickup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, How's it gonna go down? How's it gonna get some roadhead to a to a world champion? <laughs> <laughs> the golden retriever sitting in the truck. Yeah. Singing along to Tracy Lawrence as they go down the road. Yeah. Ba- baby, just hop on in. He ain't gonna bite you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else, Doc or Harper on Rick Flair right there? He was good, man. Yeah. He's a champ. So then we go to the main event, which was a very, very long match. We got the Rock and Roll Express versus Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. It's a no DQ match for the NWA World Heavyweight Titles. Um, you know, this is wrestling. We got two great teams, and we are in the heart of. Jim Crockett Promotions, it's all the way live, let me tell you. I'm certain the Rock and Roll Express did a little egg hunting that night and got their own 30 to 40 broads. Uh, would you agree, Doc, with that statement? The question, oh, yeah, without a doubt. The real question is, did they stop to shower first? Because these motherfuckers were all sweaty. Yeah, they were fucking working. So, I think last year I was told that there was a disagreement, actually. Somebody, I had a couple of people tell me that the building had AC. It had a couple that said it didn't, so I don't really know. But I will say this. It's September. It's humid. It's the south. Uh, it's not quite the summer, but, I mean, it's still hot in September in the south. So let's just put I it tried up, put Googling. It. the. It's, it's the Dorton Arena, right? Yeah. Did I say they, Dothan at the beginning of this show? My bad. I messed up. Yeah, it, it is it, a Dorton it, Arena. It, the outside of it doesn't look bad. It's just the inside of it looks fucking primitive as fuck. I love it. Yeah, why I do, do I too. need we, basic? Why do I need basic amenities to watch a wrestling match? We talked about this when, last year when they were here. That the outside of this building's got a cool look to it. Right. It's got a real cool look with the glass and like and when it's when it's daytime, you can you get that natural light coming in. It, it's mm-hmm. it's really got a nice look to it. I'm I'm with Doc. I'm I'm all right with the with the primitive look. I mean, it's I just need bait. I'm a, I, I, when it comes to wrestling, I don't need all this fancy shit. Less is more. 
Yeah, me too, man. I agree. Uh, but Hopper, you're right. It is a. It it was built too a long time ago. This building, right? We, you're looking at 60s or something. Yeah, it was very. It's an, it's an old building, and I believe it is is still there as well. So, but um, that, you're right, Doc. We got on the subject. They are sweating their ass off in this match. So, I tell you what, Doc. I'll throw it at you. What do you have from this? Well, I thought first of all, did Gibson get a haircut? Yeah. Oh, uh, you got a little trim, yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's after the show, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in his hair, asshole. He got a trim. He got a little trim. Remember back in the day when we would have said, "Man, that's bullshit." When they go to commercial on Raw, they never did that shit back in the day, pal. Right. Five commercial breaks in this match. <laughs> well, when the com- when the match. It goes from the 50-minute mark all the way through to the one hour and 16 yeah. minute mark. You got to take a few commercials, bro. Okay. Um, I know you guys and the Phil Allens of the world get tired of rock and roll. And a lot of it's their promos that are the same. But I thought they were amazing here i thought they were awesome here and i think they showed why they are real legends and just they could go man and obviously Arn and tully can go and this match for most of it was really 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 good really good like forget to take notes good Mm. yeah I'm with you there. What you got, Harper? Yeah, this was this was fucking some fucking top of the line shit. Well, you got one of the best tag teams ever, and with the Rock and Roll, and you got Arn and Tully, so it was prime for good shit. Let me go into the finish of it. Uh, so the finish is the Rock and Roll hit the do- hit the drop kick, the double drop kick, but out of nowhere. Tully hits Ricky with a gimmick on the back of his head. Tully then pins Ricky Morton. Tommy Young calls for the belt. So it appears we have new NWA tag team champions. But Earl Hebner comes in again. So there you go, Hopper, another referee. Or or the referee coming in again. And and the referee says, no, Tully cheated. So Tommy Young restarts the match. When he starts it back up, all four guys are now brawling outside the ring. Uh, we find out both teams are DQ'd in the rock and roll because of the D- double DQ end up retaining the title. Um, I, I don't know. Whatever, as far as that goes. I, this was, uh, I liked it. The double DQ was fine because I liked the fact that they restarted it. But to Harper's point, how did they have the a show, double DQ and a no DQ match? Yeah, dude. Look, I was thinking well, the thing, this whole thing well, was like, why they, why they hiding the fucking rope and, and, and shit like that. Now you got a point uh, there. Uh, that pissed me off. There's no DQ, so why do you even like just fucking let it fly, bro? So and when he hit him uh, uh, with the shoe, I'm like, well, yeah, that's there's fucking no DQ. Man, my note here was Jim Crockett Promotions, other than a good accountant and a financial advisor, needs a finish guy because this is no DQ, and this whole finish ruined a really awesome wrestling match. When I said I was fine with the no with the double DQ, I was talking about the fact that they completely left the ring area and acted like they didn't want to keep fighting in the ring. I was mad by that point. 
But to the, the point the you Hoobie made, Gooby, it's Hoobie Gooby, man. Yeah, you got to have you're a gonna, winner. Because you, you can't just DQ. have a, you can't just have no DQ just cause. That's a special thing, and then you completely ignore it. Nah, right. you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like being a uh, a table lattice and chair match, and no one uses the, the table lattice and chairs. Yeah. There you go. All right, so you both liked the match. You just didn't like how it finished. Loved right. the match, hated the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, so they do double DQ, and then towards the end, I think um, – there's a promo from Ricky and Robert. Mm, I mean, they they look like they've been in a sixty man, sixty minute Iron Man match at this Boy, point. Boy, no kidding. Uh, I, I hadn't planned on playing it, but anything else from this match that ended in a double DQ where the Rock and Roll retained their titles? And they they know how to hold on to those belts. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's go to the rate. Let's go to the to, to the Rolex for, uh, first. I, I like I said, I'm giving it to Rick. Who are you giving it yours to, Doc? This may surprise a little bit, but I'm going to give mine to the Rock and Roll Express. That's who I picked. Okay. Great minds think alike, Harper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mike's just lazy and comes on here. Right. He just comes in here with Ric Flair. Well, that was hard to do. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. Great job. (laughs) Super analysis. So what are you going to rate it? Well, not. you're just trying to hurry through this so you can get back to your Hennessy and mob stories. Piece of shit. Okay. Uh, what are you going to rate it, Doc? Man, I was set to give it an A until that finish of that match, and it pissed me off, so I'm going to say A-. minus. Hopper, what about you? An A. A regular old USDA-approved A. Yeah, I'm going to give it an A, too. Great minds think alike, Hopper. See? What? Because we're white. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) All right. So there you have it. Uh, We got two A's and A minus, and the rock and roll gets two Rolexes, and then Ric Flair's getting the other. So with that said, Christmas is passed. So let's use that tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon referral link to get all of your Amazon purchases done. Give the link to your wives, girlfriends, side pieces, and hoes in your life and tell them to use it. Go buy Bobby Blaze's book, Pin Me, Pay Me. Go buy Death of the Territories or anything else, man. Use those gift cards. I mean, whatever you can get on Amazon, there's tons of stuff. Use tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. A great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. Okay, Doc um, and Hopper, I want to do something real quick, man. We do have a little time to burn, so... We ain't done one of these PWI top tens in a long time. What this is kind of the time period we're in, except it's a couple of months past. This is Pro Wrestling Illustrated. It's dated September of '87, but you know how it works, where it's only through May of '87. Makes sense to y'all? Yes, I know how PWI worked. Exactly. So this is through May 7th of 1987. This is the overall top ten. Maybe if we got time next week, we'll do the tag teams. Who knows? We'll see. Overall um, top like, 10, the best wrestlers yeah. in the world. Yes. Okay. So I will start with number 10. Well, do we get to guess? Uh, you can guess. Ric Flair. As number 10? No. For, uh, just let Harper and I guess, and you tell us what numbers, if we can get all 10 of them. Okay, so. What year is this? 80, this early, is... It'll be like early 87. Okay. Yeah, so through just say May of 1987. This is through May of 1987. 
So uh, Rick, I, Rick Flair. Rick is on there. Kirk Hannon. Very good, Hopper. Would y'all like me to tell y'all where they're both ranked at? Yes. Kurt Henning was at that time of this print. Five. Five. Was, was number 10. Oh, fuck. He was the number two contender to the AWA world title at that time. Right. Uh, Hopper, Nick, I mean. Nick Bockwinkle. Well, hold on. Ric Flair. This is going to piss off everyone in the BTT Army, including Doc especially. <laughs> Ric Flair was the number two ranked wrestler as obviously the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Bill Lather was high on crack. <laughs> uh, who who did you just say, Doc? Bockwinkle. You are correct. Bockwinkle was number eight uh, as the number one contender to the AWA World Title. Uh, Harper, you got any guesses without looking it up? Jerry Lawler. No, he's not on it. He's not in the top ten. Wow, Hogan. Well, well yeah, that's fucking good start. <laughs> Captain fucking obvious over there. Yeah. Right? Hogan was number one. He was ahead of Flair. Okay. Uh, Stan Hansen. Mm, nope. Rick Martell. Mm, nope. Uh, Who's the uh, eight Macho? Show? All right. Hold on. Let me stop because Harper got one. Uh, Randy Savage was number six at the time. Number six. And he was a number one contender to the WWF Intercontinental title. So he wasn't a champion. He was a contender. Dusty. Yeah, Dusty's um, on there, huh? Dusty is not in the overall top ten. Jesus Christ! Uh, Are you fucking kidding Barry, me? Barry Windham. That's what's hilarious, because Barry, at it's that like, moment, is number five. Jesus. Now, hold on. He was the number one contender to the NWA world title, but if you remember, I think this is right after he was in that feud with Flair, that brief... Remember that little brief set of matches? Yeah. Yeah. So he what was about, number five um, at that time. What about uh, Luger? Luger was number seven, and he was the number one contender to the U.S. title. Um, there's there's a name on here that y'all will y'all will not get. Y'all will be like this. Jumbo Sharuda. No, no, that's not not a Japanese Terry, name. Terry is on there. Terry Who? Funk. Terry's not on there. Uh, Bruiser Brody. Nope. Uh, fuck. Andre. Well, for the for the yeah. record, just to, just to let y'all, Andre's not on here. For the record, just to let y'all know, y'all haven't given the number three, the number four, or the number nine person. Um, Hockey Tonk Man. Nope. Harley. Nope. Uh, Arn. Nope. Tully. Kevin Sullivan. Nope. Mike Rotundo. Oh, that's nope. a good guess. Uh, Fuck. Uh, I'm to... right, let me help you all out. Hold who on. Who was the... Who was no, the... No. Okay. Oh, 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 Dr. Death. Actually, Harper just got one of them. So, let me stop this Patreon that's video. A good, that's, a, that's a good one, dude. Um, Dr. Death was... The num- he was number nine. What's weird is he was not the UWF champion yet, but he was the number one contender to the UWF title. The current champion in the UWF, which was Big Bubba Rogers, wasn't in the top ten. So Steve Williams, as the con- number one contender, was, but
but Big Bubba wasn't as the champ. So that leaves, just for the record, you all are missing only numbers three and number four on this list. Uh, I'm thinking thinking WWF. Are we? I think it's WWF. One of them is WWF. One of them is the NWA. Oh. Um, uh, one's in WA and in, uh, what's the other one? Road Warrior Hawk. No, one of them's in the WWF, one of them's in the NWA. Uh, Ricky Steamboat. There you go, Hopper. That's number three. Steamboat at that moment, as of this printing, was the WWF Intercontinental Champion. Right. So now yeah. you're only missing one person. Shatoita! Jesus Christ. What? Nikita Koloff. He not only a top ten, they had him as the number four ranked wrestler as the U.S. heavyweight champion. <laughs> Nikita Koloff. Mm. So, so let's so let's recap. Number one was Hulk Hogan. Number two was Ric Flair. Number three was Ricky Steamboat. Number four was Nikita Koloff. Number five was Barry Windham. Number six was Randy Savage. Number seven was Lex Luger. Number eight was Nick Bockwinkle. Dr. Jeff was number nine. And ten was Kurt Henning. It was a better time back then, man. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. But hmm. anyway. All right. Maybe we'll do the tag teams next week, especially if it's a shorter show. But uh, hey, real quick. If you're not a patron, become one at tinyurl.com slash BTT. That's tinyurl.com slash BTT. Doc and I just did the AWA Team Challenge Series, and it was 39 minutes, and it was a chore to get through. Jesus Christ. What a piece of shit. God, it was rough. Just a steaming turd. You ever seen a dog take a a shit on a cold sidewalk and watch steam come off of it, man? That's (laughs) uh, that's a white trash dog. It was terrible, man. It was so terrible. Oh my it god! Was but the worst. It was the shits, literally, dude. Jesus yeah. Christ! So if you want that, along with the world class shows, if you want the the Hopper Squirter episode, dropping a yeah. deuce episode, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT is the place to get that from. So there you go, tinyurl.com slash Patreon btt uh doc did you have anything else before we get out of here i know you and harper were kind of talking about a well few no i just wanted to know how his uh wildcat had a big christmas star wars extravaganza and yeah. uh, what, what went down man did you get uh, choked out by any retards no i pulled my pants down oh dear yeah I, fuck wow. it uh, uh luke made these uh we had the little christmas party deal and uh luke as a gag gift made these like boxer briefs that have Johnny Flex on them, and it's so perfect where where his mouth is is the asshole. And I bent over doing like the the Ace Ventura thing, how how he would talk with his ass. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Classy. So, Always so, classy. Uh, Matt throws him out the ring. And he's on the ground, and I just pull my pants down. Fucking no one's expecting that shit. And I'm wearing the Johnny Flex drawers. I'm like, ah, kiss my ass. Look at that. Hey, Johnny. Hey, hey, how are you? Fucking making a, a, the fucking mouth talk. Hmm. And he jumped up and kicked me in the ass. What an asshole. 
Okay. So did you uh, uh did anybody from the um House of Hardbody win any gold? No. Defend any uh, gold? Uh Matt is still the Wildcat Revolution champion and uh Kojak got suspended for beating up the elf. <laughs> Y'all wouldn't have a black man beat up an elf, a white elf. Yeah. 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 We, Here we comes the thing. race card. Yeah. We were doing a thing where, uh, oh, fuck. All right. And so he, uh, he, he gives Kojak a present and he opens it up and it's a white Barbie doll. And he's like, what is this, a fucking joke? I'm a joke to you? And he beat the shit out the elf for giving him a white Barbie doll. And fucking um, David Powers suspended him. Dude, my daughter, my, daughter got black. A, my daughter got a black Barbie for uh, Christmas. That's nice. I'm uh, serious, and I was trying to... No, I'm talking to, to Harper, Adi. <laughs> they booked a black man to beat up a white elf. Well, I, yeah. I got this Barbie, and I was trying to cut it out of the box because, you know, they strapped those things in there. And, man, its hair was real kinky. I was like, dude, this yeah. must be a son of a bitch Jesus. You should bring that Barbie to, to fucking Sally's uh, Beauty Supply. I need some relaxer. Yeah. Right, Mike? <laughs> I, I mean, really? Did this Barbie doll have, like... uh? Someone's name and script tattooed on her leg. <laughs> oh, I'm you listening. To... Keep going. <laughs> what are you trying to insinuate? What, a, what if you were going to draw the black Barbie? What would it? What would it have? <laughs> That's what, nice. would it, what would be its, its characteristics, Barber? It'll have one of them fake purses. Okay. Uh, what's the uh, purses? Uh, <laughs> Mike knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those, those those fake Gucci bags and yes. Louis Vuitton bags uh, and these browsers. They're so proud that they spent a hundred bucks on a fake one instead of spending twelve hundred on a real one. And I'm still like, yes, I wouldn't. And I I'll go. Why did you? I wouldn't even spend a hundred bucks on a real wallet. Right. <laughs> I mean, Fuck that. like, what is wrong with you that you must spend that much money on a purse? It's all about the image, dog. It, bruh. <laughs> But yeah, that would be one thing. Keep going. I'm listening. Y'all what, else about the, the, what else is this still? Uh, just she. I bet instead of driving the Barbie Carvette, she probably drives like a 2006 uh, a Nissan Altima with the eyelashes oh. over the, uh, the, uh, the headlights. <laughs> which which brings me to another topic. What do y'all well, think that, of people who have the reindeer antlers on their car during the holidays? Those are the kind of people that probably watch the Hallmark Channel and they need to die. Here's the thing. I'm not going to bury it, and here's why. Because his wife doesn't. No, no, no. We don't do that. I tell okay. you if you did. I don't care. No, we don't do that. We don't do that. But my kids like seeing it, and that means for like four seconds when I'm driving, they're not asking me 400 questions. So I don't mind it. Okay, what about the people who put a bow on the front of their car on the grill? Oh, the fucking... The I hope it catches fire. Those. I hope it catches fire off the heat of the grill. And... Harper, what'd you say? Are oh, the big red nose? Oh, jeez. The fucking Rudolph? 
Well, what is wrong with people, Hopper? Are they children? Yes. <laughs> what time like does it say of... on your Pac-Man clock right now? It says eight forty-three. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's in the shape of a uh, of like the arcade machine, and the alarm clock is the da na 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 waka 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 waka. Because <laughs> we're sitting here talking about these bitches being children. You putting fucking reindeer antlers and bows on their fucking grills and eyelashes on their Nissan Sentra headlights. And Hopper's got a fucking Pac-Man alarm clock over there that goes off in the morning when it's time for him to get up and roll out of bed and do some work. <laughs> Jesus Christ, help me. <laughs> and then he makes a noise. Walka, walka, walka. Yeah. <laughs> When did it turn into Fozzie from Muppets? No. So, Mike, what did you get for Christmas? Um, a gift card or two. I, I don't. Uh, she she bought me some kind of thing. I, I don't even want to get into it. But there's there's something that I got that I was like, yeah, I don't need that. Uh, can you just go? Can, can you return it and give me a gift card? Because I won't ever use that. Mm. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I bet you were the that, world was worst. It? I bet you were the worst person to buy gifts no, for. It, actually, I got like one of those sound bars for like your TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'll never use it because like the the TV is already loud enough. It's like I don't know. So, yeah. I don't. Wow. I mean, I just. I mean, like that would be. You, the truth of the matter is, my wife mm. is fucking deaf. That shit would work for her more than me. I don't need mm. the soundbar. Ah, uh, the the strategically placed, let me buy you a gift that's really a gift for me. Yeah, you know how that shit works. <laughs> Harper, did you, you didn't have a lady in your life at all that you had to buy something for? Uh-uh. You buy a bucket to catch all the squirt. Whoa. That's nice. All right. <laughs> that's fucked a up. Slop, you need a slop bucket to catch all the squirt that's coming at you. Jesus. Some safety glasses. <laughs> you don't want to get that shit in your eye. Yeah. We should have sent him some safety glasses. All right, Doc, do you want to share what you got? Uh, got I just, here? yeah, I got a cooler, a new cooler, real big, nice Coleman cooler that's top of the line, fitting for a man like me. And uh, also some socks. You know, I got some socks. Uh, and uh, yeah, I got a lot of socks. I needed some, though. That's okay. And uh, let's see. I also my the son the son got a PlayStation Four, and he's not old enough to play Call of Duty. So I guess that's my present. Hmm. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, before I had, we get I had out a of very here, I had a very blessed day. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. I'm yeah. glad you had a great time. I, I hope everybody got everything they asked for. Uh, they I got. I watched me some Sopranos yesterday. I was Boy, drinking I a got little so, I got a sl- I, the, the, that text was so drunk it was slurring in words, man. No, it I'm wasn't. drinking healthy and watching the Sopranos. Hey, the, hey, let me tell you something, everybody. These two are are plotting a, a, a Sopranos freaking podcast. They're 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 on the they're on, they're trying to get it going. I don't know. We'll see. We've about talked to. about all the good wrestling there is to talk about. It's time to switch gears. Become a <laughs> lifestyle podcast. We're just like every other wrestler. I got a podcast, wrestling podcast, but let's talk about other things but wrestling. 
Yeah, I don't know if we'll mm-hmm. do that. But anyway, before we get out of here, I do need to shout out a couple of people. Uh, real quick, the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. They do some classic stuff, some current stuff. So check them out. Just search WPAN wherever you get your podcast from, or search the wrestling podcast about nothing, and you will find them again on Mondays. And as you're listening to them on Mondays, along with us when our Smoky Mountain show drops on Sunday nights, check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast run by joe Murata and michael quinn as they give their take on the northern side of wrestling's history they're a little bit classier definitely a little more professional uh but they support us so you should support them and give them a listen uh that's all i got doc do you have anything else before we get out of here uh no hopper what about you let's roll all right hop hit the tagline and take us home fuck it bitch out of here i want to say thanks again to all the patrons out there for making this show possible each and every week twice per week as you come along for a southern classic wrestling ride with myself hard body hopper and doc turner uh, i want to say a special thanks to all the hall of fame patrons as well out there new patrons or just hall of fame patrons in general i'm sorry johnny on patreon the great john dean at yrc21 josh dunn at ryan and auburn good old justin k underscore row 86 disrespectfully classy marky blassie robert smith joseph ice tim Arecci, adam price brian evans mark wilson armando martinez david jordan jesse jacobs josh fields chris meyer Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageum, Bill Sousa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman822, Marty Howell, and T Hog94, and JMM7530. And also, before I get out of here, special shout out to BTT Hall of Fame patron member Mike Prue and his buddy JV, who are currently covering 
are breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month on a weekly basis. Uh, they are currently in 1998 um, by the time this airs um, in January of 2019. But you can go back and check out their 96 and 97 episodes as well. Or just dive in with the most recent episodes. New episodes are released every Wednesday morning and they are available on most platforms including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play and all the places you can find podcasts. You can find them on Twitter also at Bottom Line Cast. Mike Pru- has been a Hall of Fame patron for a very long time, so I wanted to shout him out in his uh, new show. I guess we can call it new. It's only a few months old at this point, but Mike, thank you for being a Hall of Fame patron. We appreciate it, and hopefully you and JV are doing well uh, with your bottom line cast. So uh, That's all I got. I hope you guys have a new year and new me, as this will drop after the new year. So Thanks again, guys. We appreciate everything you do as patrons for this show. Uh, So take care and be blessed and be a blessing, brothers.